Welcome to Electric Liberty Land here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. Exactly right. All right. Well, this is the show now. We're starting the show. I'll, uh, I'll introduce everybody. I put on fresh socks for this occasion, just in case they were a little smelly, figuring we'd all be sockless or uh, shoeless in here. We're here because, and I knew we would be, because we're here with one of two guests today, the one and the only founder, head uh, brain of the 10th Amendment Center, and a beautiful man, Michael Bolden, of course, who's in little Tokyo. I just want to focus the Asian on the beauty life. part. <laughs> You're really stuck on that. You must not get a lot of compliments from your wife. Just <laughs> well, that. girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know what your guys' arrangement is. It's an arrangement. It's an arrangement? That's what we'll call it. Married in. Married in by uh, virtue of a cow being exchanged somewhere <laughs> along the line. And, of course, the other guest is uh, another buddy of mine, Jason Stapleton, of course, from Wealth, Power, and Influence. What's up, man? Yeah, not a lot of influence nor power. Find themselves <laughs> sitting in a room with these two assholes. It's so funny because, uh, obviously, Nancy knows you. My, uh-huh. my fiance knows you, but she doesn't know uh, Michael. And so I was explaining to her. She's like, who's Michael? I said, well, he runs the 10th Amendment Center, and she's like, what's that? So I'm explaining the 10th Amendment to her, <laughs> and uh, she doesn't she doesn't care about her it. Her eyes glazed stuff, which is, over. Which is good, and about, about halfway through, and she's like, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm convinced don't come not, back. Like, you're not going to see drunk after this. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, though, that is the 29th Amendment. I can come home as drunk as I like. Yeah. But I, like I was saying to you guys before we started recording, Sarah and I, we have an amazing relationship, mm. partly because she's not engaged in any yep. of this shit at all. I mean, she was she was MySpace friends with Michael Badnerick mm. many years ago. Wow. Like, And he gave her like um, a personal shooting lesson some years ago at an event that she just decided to come with me on in texas but i think part of that like relationship wise some people get into relationships with other libertarians yeah and that can be it doesn't like, work out well it, a lot, a of, the lot time. of times it doesn't i mean and it's like you spend your whole day fighting with people on twitter and then <laughs> you go you, 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 sit that anger. Down, <laughs> you sit down for dinner and you're still fighting with people on twitter and it's like it's not cool so part of what makes our relationship we're like gonna hit 18 years part of it what makes Damn, it so wow, good is because the shit that i do all day she's just like oh okay you look nice on youtube right that's no i mean she's super supportive but it's like we're not talking about that like yeah you got to separate from this garbage oh, oh totally at man. some point yeah. right it's like for our sanity yeah for sure oh, I, mean, I can i can barely i gotta tell you i i can barely stand to deal with it for even a small length of time now <laughs> i i will i will warn everybody like i am Everybody needs to under if people. Don't, I, I am libertarian by philosophy. I am libertarian by lifestyle, but I fucking hate yeah. talking about the, the like the, yeah. I'm watching the po- the political stuff. And I know we're going to talk about that tonight. Have and to. I have some things. <laughs> I have I have some opinions. He's been holding them back just, for I, months. I just, like it's <laughs> when libertarian I see, opinion I just, blue balls. It makes me cringe a lot of it and, and it's unfortunate too because it is such a great philosophy with so many great things and, and it's it is being the largest i guess voices in that movement seem to me to be the least qualified to discuss it right and that's the un- that's what i find the most disconcerting but anyway we can get into it and yeah, I yeah well you, you want to take it i was where gonna do you say take it? well just just to add to the the concept of uh 
keeping your shit separate. And all, by the way, one of my favorite times in your show uh, is when you and Matt go at it and uh, you yell at each other. That that entertains me because Matt's a super anarchist. They get into it sometimes. His co-host, but um, is agorism is he's an agorist, right? He, I, I don't. He's I Matt agorist. Don't right? know anymore okay. because he was he was an anarchist for a long time. I think he doesn't like he doesn't like the term anymore. Yeah. I think for mm. the same reason I I hate telling people that I you know I'm libertarian. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean I'm 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 I mean for, I don't for, for you super right, yeah it's, like, a, it's a poison term yeah. yeah it's like for those for people who are like I'm very I'm much an objectivist really in mm. in the way I think in the way I I I lead my life uh, for anybody who wants to go look that up but <laughs> I just don't even talk about it anymore I, I just you know I I use Matt Kibbe's philosophy and I say. I believe we shouldn't hurt people. And we shouldn't take yeah. their stuff. And, and I find that that is the most disarming way to talk about your political beliefs that I've ever found. Yeah. It works with progressives. It works with conservatives mm-hmm. because unless you're a complete fucking psycho, that resonates with people. They agree with that. And if you start as that as a foundation, then you can build from there. But I was listening to your show, Electric Liberty Land, mm-hmm. um, today, and you were talking to the guy who had who wrote, wrote a bunch tweets. of tweets. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the one that really kicked this off. And I, I, probably everybody knows, but I'll just do a quick recap, is that basically this guy, Jeremy Kaufman, had taken over doing the communications for the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire, which the Mises Caucus had taken over in the last elections. Legally, you know, they, they got it. it. It was all, you know, by the books. So he took over the Twitter feed and he was basically taking a tactic. It's, I'll call it the malice tactic of being overly antagonistic or overly provocative in order to get a response and then respond to that or start a dialogue, et cetera. Right. Philosophically, I get it. And, you know, I only saw a couple of the tweets he did. Um, one which Gary Johnson responded to about child labor, but I actually had responded to Gary Johnson pushing back because I understood the philosophy behind the tweet, which was basically arguing you know, against education systems being put into place and kids being indoctrinated into going to college and all this other shit when there's other options that could be more lucrative for them. Yeah, I, I have a question for you, though, because I listened to that and, and you said that you, you understood where he was coming from. Yeah. But I, I I take I don't know if I take issue with it or not. I really want to ask you the question. Like, do you think that that's actually beneficial? Like, it is I to people who already today, believe. Yeah. People who already believe it, they get it. Mm-hmm. But for everybody else, for you to say we should put young children to work rather than put them into school, like that's a bridge too far. There's a chasm that has to be crossed with people. Well, I think. I mean, did I you ask say, him what the goal was? Because yeah, if the I goal did, yeah. was to get more reach, I saw Kaufman. I don't know, maybe in some Facebook thread, mm-hmm. he pointed out, he puts, put a screenshot up of how, ma- how yes. much reach he's been getting doing these tweets. So if his goal is just to get more people to look at the Twitter feed, yeah. then absolutely. I he think talked it's a huge about win. that in the. But if his goal is to. If the objective is conversion, versus I don't know if it's eyeballs, a winning I mean, you know, There's lots of people who get, like, I, I can't remember the celebrity, and the only reason I know is because Nancy watches all of it, <laughs> uh, of the guy who was sending, like, who was sending private messages to women telling him he wanted to, like, eat their eat their flesh. Oh, yeah. Was, God, you remember who he was, was a celebrity? That? He was the oh, movie star, man. right? It's, oh, wait, well, was it Army Hammer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Army <laughs> Hammer. Oh, one of the most so ridiculous he, names in entertainment. Like, that guy got a ton of press, and <laughs> yeah. none of it was, that did not, so, that, that no, was, you don't know that. You don't know how many women <laughs> sent him messages saying, please, I'll send you a piece of my cheek tonight. He yeah. might have converted all the people I, he wanted to convert. No, I So guess. is Jeremy taking an yeah, all publicity is good publicity? He's, he's, maybe so. Yeah. He, so, so here's the explanation he gave me. And I and I understand it from 
a tactical perspective, and, and it, where it comes down to is arguing whether or not it is, in fact, getting people on board or not. He was saying that basically the engagement you get is much higher from these kind of inflammatory or uh, incendiary tweets that you can send out there that, that cause so much more interaction, right? Because you do get piled on. Mm. And I was saying, I understood his philosophy of, you know, the people that are piling on, you know, you might get most people hating the message. And of those, you know, let's say you get 800 you know, impressions versus 10 with a regular boring, boring ass milk toast tweet. So he says of those 800, 600 of those are going to hate them. 200 are going to be engaged or I say, what the fuck are they talking about? Let me look into this because this is such a, this is such a provocative out of left field statement. Who could think this and defend it? And they look into it. They say, oh, you know, okay, now I understand why Or they engage. And he responds back to Mm -hmm. explain it. Right. And I could understand that because when you look at it and I'm not saying I agree with all the philosophy behind this tactic and I, I wouldn't necessarily use this tactic personally or advise going full bore in this but when you look at it who's piling on the majority of people that are going to be piling on are people that are already predetermined against libertarianism against the philosophy they will never accept your point of view no matter how sweet and honeyed up you make it they ain't going to re- they're not going to understand it they're not going to even give it a moment's thought so is it the potential of reaching the people that you can get on your side worth pissing off the vast majority? That's really the question that it comes down to. You guys listen to the We Are Libertarians or Chris Spangle show? Um, once in a while. I'm friends with Spangle, but I don't listen to it regularly. Yeah, Chris had me on recently, and I, I've listened to his show off and on recently, and I heard an episode he just did in the last couple of days talking about this libertarian <coughs> party divide over decades. So he yeah. had all these like old-school dudes from indiana it's basically the same divide that we see today is it do you want to have the radical message that riles people up Mm -hmm. and gets people thinking about things or are you trying to become more respectable right and i think kaufman's approach is the former and somebody i mean i'm not a party member so it's like it's no fat off my ass one way or the other but i think there's it's an interesting discussion like is this an effective strategy to advance liberty because you're reaching more people i mean i'm big like i do all kinds of social media work for my organization and the more you reach obviously the better now there are times where a lot of reach can really cause you a lot of shit so I can't actually speak to well, that. Well, I part will of say, it. Michael Malice. I saw. I think he's just good today, at it. He is still at it, and he are, he just overtook the Libertarian yes. Party's official Twitter feed as far as followers. <laughs> so you know, it's kind of funny that in you know just a couple of years he's able to overtake him with his I don't know scorched earth strategy. Well, I, I think if your goal is to preach to the choir, that it's a very effective strategy. Mal- Malice is not. Malice is recruiting people who already are predisposed to the message. And and so the question, and again, I I look at this, I know you're in PR, Mm -hmm. I work in marketing. And so when I look at this kind of stuff, I say to myself, you know, what's the conversation people are already having in their head? Mm-hmm. Well, certainly the the libertarian folks are people who are already predisposed to the message. They're open to that. They they're looking for the malices of the world to to real or or if they're already in bed with the ideas, the ideology, then it works great for them. But I I think if you look objectively at the result that libertarians have gotten about messaging over the last 30 years, call it 40 years, you have to classify what he's doing as as a fucking loss, right? I don't, they, th- they I don't agree, man. Really? I don't agree. But because, here's why I don't agree. Because 
the Libertarian Party has made uh, almost no strides, really. I mean, we've gotten nothing as far as traction well, the, and membership. Okay, the party's something I mean, completely different, which we can get into that when well, we start that's talking what, yeah, about But the, the tweets are are from a party mouthpiece or right. an official party right, channel the on Libertarian Twitter. Libertarian Party New, New Hampshire's Hampshire, right? official, official uh, Twitter feed, right? But that's where it got interesting is that half the reason they did this coup was because yeah. of his personal tweets, mm-hmm. which I don't, I can't condone some of the personal tweets that he's done. Uh, <laughs> they go a little bit beyond the He doesn't want to be called an edge lord, but no, he but is he's very edge. Uh, he is definitely <laughs> a lord. He runs odyssey.com, doesn't he? He does, yeah. This is a great service to yeah, society. For sure, for sure. I mean, honestly, this is a great service to society yeah, that he's running this YouTube, business. basically. Yes. Yeah. So I am very grateful for the man's existence. Yep. But that doesn't mean he's awesome at everything. But as far as getting reach, he's really you're in marketing, Jason. No, like, I, listen, if if reach is the only objective, yes. then he's winning. Yeah. But if the objective is actually to win converts, mm-hmm. that's a very different measure, right? And and we wouldn't if if I'm looking at this from a marketing perspective, I'm saying what's the goal of this campaign? And the goal is just get as many eyeballs <laughs> on it as possible. Some people do that, well, right? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> some people do. Yeah, sometimes or just reach is the only thing you care about. But in my mind the goal is for people to look at it to think critically about it and, and then to if they if they really feel compelled to go and do research or to do a little bit more looking the goal is to break down those sort of like mental and emotional barriers that keep people from coming to the ideology because i think of it more as an ideology than i do like i don't i, I don't give a shit about the lp at all right yeah. um but i do care about the ideology because i think it's good but but I I don't see that type type of activity as being beneficial. But if as you say, if you the only measure is oh I just want people to see it. Yeah. I don't care if they hate it or not. Well, if if you get eight hundred people to see something and six hundred and fifty of them turn their nose up in disgust, what have you accomplished? It's not a good branding. It's move, not. It's right? really yeah. not. Well, I that's agree. What I argue. It's, it's yeah. not. I I agree with you completely. It's not a good branding move. But I think, I mean, I think the path forward would lie somewhere between what he's doing. Because he's saying the you know, libertarians, the way that the national party's been handling the messaging is very much kowtowing to leftist messaging. Yeah, hit me with a little of that buff trace, man. I'll, right, I'll, I'll give you some mind. Um, a little whiskey talk, guys. There's the whiskey being poured. Thank you, Michael. Um, so I think it, the way Ford leads kind of in the middle of these two where you need to be edgier, you need to be more aggressive in the position and you need to not be ashamed of some of the positions that we, that we hold and try to hide them because eventually people are going to find them anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it's, <laughs> I hate to use the example of, you know, this will get us all canceled. So you're all, you're all welcome. But you know, you bring home a hot chick and then she's got a dick, you know, do we want that for the libertarian party and people that are interested? We don't. I mean, it, I mean, some I'm sure people that's, do. Th- well, that's some <laughs> people do. We live in Los Angeles. That's a that is a common but thing. You get Can I I'm tell saying? a personal story? It's a bait and switch. Yes, please. So when oh, I first yes, moved please. LA in nineteen, 19- <laughs> when I first moved to LA in nineteen ninety five, thinking I was a chick. <laughs> oh. So I was I transferred colleges. I was going to USC in the mid nineties, and I'm like, ah, it's boring being on campus. I mean, sure, it's fun. You know, I went to a party that got busted by a helicopter. I thought was pretty cool coming out of Milwaukee. And I'm like, shit, I want to cruise around and see what's going around going on. So I'm, I go, for, I get on my motorcycle, I ride into West Hollywood, mm. and I see this club. It's Santa Monica Fairfax ish for those who know yep. for those who I know. know i live you know exactly i live right in, i live south by that whole now. foods over there right yep so 
But there's this club that's raging that night when I go there. And there's like all these like six foot women just <laughs> booming. And I'm like, oh crap, this is my spot. And it was all chicks with dicks. Mm. When I, I parked, I roll up and I got free drinks all night. But that's <laughs> So after the fourth time bringing one home, I decided <laughs> I've had my fill, I tried, literally I and figuratively. Four, I tried four times and then I finally got the hint. Finally, I got they punched my card as a frequent uh frequent dick fight. That was my welcome to no, L. Yeah. It's funny. I, I don't I it's it's so funny when I, I live like I said, I live uh, just south of West Hollywood. West Hollywood is like the gayest place on earth. Yeah. I don't know if there is a gayer place, but it's Castro. certainly one of the gayest. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, maybe Castro. I, I was just in maybe. San Francisco, and it's yeah. definitely, most of what I walked around in was definitely not as gay as, as West Hollywood. But I'm going to tell you. So- and also, our the homeless problem. I was staying in like the, the downtown Union Square. I have a, it's a bad in San Francisco. And you know what? I expected to see so much worse. I'll tell you, it's worse here. It's, uh, it's really here. right down the street from yeah. oh, where I'm we just, are here. Right, it is it's bad, bad right by you. It's bad yeah. where I used to live in Culver City. It's bad everywhere. Yeah. And not in West Hollywood. Well, not in See, Hawthorne either because the, the cops actually kick them out. It's not. Here's the crazy thing. Why like, is that? I, I don't know. I okay. think it has Homeless something to do with the clearly anti-gay. Here's was <laughs> they, They're like, I, like, I ain't going to be crazy and nuts around these queers. I'm not pooping on the street in front of these fags. What's funny is that <laughs> I don't I don't know. But here's a, I, when I when I got when I met Nancy, I I inherited what I affectionately refer to as a my gaggle of gays. Right. I have like I, I I have like six or eight gay men that Nancy spent all of her time with, and now they've become really good friends of mine. All of them live in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. and West Hollywood has great restaurants. Yeah. Some, some really great restaurants. Some of the best in the city. Um, it is really safe. Yeah. You can be out at two o'clock in the morning. And feel completely comfortable on the. But how is that? Because it's always been like that. I don't. It was I like that in the nineties. No. It was like that. It's forever. really funny, but I. It's. It, but it's there. There's not violence there. There's not a home. There's the homelessness problem somehow doesn't exist yeah, in that so little chunk of space. Interesting. And you know, like it's clean. I, I don't know. The answer is yeah. you got wherever you live in the country. You should start importing some more gays because <laughs> yeah, they, obviously it's the they solution. They will unfuck your shit right, like really fast. They are. They are the Clorox of yeah. society. They they will, they will clean out your shit. The LP, obviously, right. because then <laughs> that's the you know, irony, though, is that Joe Bishop out. henchman's gay. Wait, can we talk about that for a yeah, minute? Yeah, let's circle back. Okay, let's circle yeah. back. Sorry, let's. So we, I, I want to come back to the branding. The branding. We got to chicks check. with dicks. Here's that's what I want to talk about. Right? Obviously, chicks with dicks. <laughs> I want to talk about Juneteenth, and I want to talk about uh, branding because I want to run. I want to run an idea by you guys, which we already started getting into. But yeah, let's go back to this the Joe Bishop henchman shit because this is so crazy. Yeah. And this just happened today when we're recording this. It won't air for a few days, but Joe Bishop henchman just resigned this morning. And or this were afternoon. you surprised? I you know what I honestly I was I was I was, I was yeah, only yeah, same surprised here. because he seemed like such an such an obstinate fucker that I thought he would cling to the last second. He's been in the party for decades. He has. Well, I, I read I read his did, whole thing, his whole defense, his de- that it his, was on Reddit. I read the whole Reddit thing yeah. where he was defending what he did and why he did it. And then I read a bunch of the comments just to kind of get a feel for it. Because as I said, I don't... I don't. It makes me angry to, to hear about this shit. And I'll explain more as we go along. But 
I don't follow it much anymore because I just see it as such a waste of time. You're so much healthier, dude. I really (laughs) am. Don't I look great? Yeah. (laughs) I don't have bags. You're doing amazing. I I I even bought some of that shit you see on Instagram. Oh no, I'm using retinol on my eyes every night. Does it work? Yeah. No, I I was. I'm actually shocked that he went. He resigned. and wasn't forced to. Wasn't forced out. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, he. I think he saw that he was going to be either booted or he had to resign. I mean, Justin Amash came out and yep. said, look, this is fucked. Spike Cohen comes out and says, this is fucked. It was VP. When you How had, much of a player is Amash now? He's I'd pretty say big, he I think. quite a big yeah. amount of influence. Okay. I'd say quite It'll, a big amount of influence. I don't think outside the party he does anymore, but I think as far as libertarians, as far as the more mainstream yeah. wing of the party, I yeah. think he's pretty. Because there yeah. was a point in time when he had some juice in conservative politics and not much they in libertarian politics. Now, I know that now. Yeah, okay. Well, because of the Trump had, thing. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I disagreed with Amash on, he said that Trump should have been found uh, you know, guilty of obstruction and... Well, war crimes, I'd be all in war, on it, yeah, right? I mean, of on course, all of us, right? Obstruction? Get the fuck out of here, obstruction. I think there's an interesting argument on that, though. Me trying to keep myself out of, uh, out of jail, I don't I don't believe in that at all. The government doesn't have a hey, fucking monopoly on the truth like it does on violence. You know, fuck off. I think there's an argument to be made, though, that it's like, if you can only get them on this, you yeah. might as well take what you can get, because they're all criminals. <laughs> I guess, man. Well, they are all criminals, but then, but it's always that Pandora's box of, I mean, yes. I guess they get all of us on whatever they can of get Of course they do. So, fuck it. Use it both ways. But then, it's always a danger of, okay, what are they going to get Rand on? What are they going to get Ron on? notice they, they gonna don't get, get any of them ever anyways, <laughs> right? At the end of the day, none of them ever get no, got. No, the Clintons aren't so. in jail. Look how many people they've killed. That reporter just ended up dead. <laughs> did you see the reporter that broke the tarmac story ended up that. dead? Yeah. Yeah, Quote, unquote, suicide. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Oh my God. Let's get back on this topic of, of Joe. A Bush lot of people them. starved in Iraq too from them. So no Dude, shit. Can I just say we polished off that half a bottle of Buffalo Trace in about three. Well, minutes. I have a full bottle of Jameson, no, not man. a sponsor IPA I'm, edition. I was just going to do this four point five percent giant <laughs> hard kombucha, and already fifteen minutes in, <laughs> but you felt like a bitch when you saw. I do feel like that regularly. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah. Oh so so were you surprised he resigned? Because Jason said he was. Yeah. I, Absolutely, because I just felt like he was kind of the establishment guy. I don't think he's a bad dude, to be honest with you. I but I, I agree, and and look, I when I saw Josh Smith, who I like, uh, and I saw I like both Josh speak a in LA, lot. I thought they both made good points, and Absolutely. I thought they both, had, you know, Joe Bishop Henshin, But the thing is funny to me is Joe Bishop Henshin talked about messaging and yes. money, and his messaging was fucking terrible, atrocious. Maybe the money situation. Look, I don't have the books. Maybe that's better. But you know, he he seemed to, to want to focus on the messaging, and then he just didn't made a fucking mess of it. Was that the event in Culver City? That was the one yeah, in Culver yeah, City. Yeah, that, that we we were at. Um, so for me, it's like I look at the way the guy has handled everything, and I'm like, okay. Like I said, I was surprised he resigned only because he was so obstinate about it. But he was painted in a corner. What is he going to do? Who and, replaces him? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, I think it's gonna be Ken Molman. That's a good yeah. Ken Molman oh, right from now. Ohio. Yeah, who I like. He's Ken's very, a really good dude. I met Ken's him great personally and crazy in voice. Colorado at the LP convention. <laughs> well, then they're not gonna Ken let Mo- him be in charge of anything. <laughs> if he's a Wait, good person, the LP know, will find a way to well, they, like, that's screw the thing. him over. They're trying to kick out Joe. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself because okay. Joe Bishop entered and resigned and is poison pilling Karen Karen Ann Harlos. I always say her name wrong. Uh, do you know who Ken Molman is? Jason? No. So it's so funny. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. But no, the funniest thing is imagine, close your eyes and imagine Andre the Giant 
giving a libertarian speech, and that's Ken Mulman. His <laughs> voice is so low. It's like, it's like, everybody, let me tell you about libertarianism. Like, his voice is so fucking low, man. He doesn't have the accent like Andre, but it's like the craziest voice ever. Ripping on the LP is basically a meme at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's so ineffective. But yeah. it could be a vehicle. I think that's what Mises Caucus is trying to do, is right. make it into a vehicle for a message. Right. And I know a lot of people hate that. And they want it to be respectable. And they want it to be the party of Bill Weld or some Republican governor. And I like Gary Johnson, but he was milk toast, right? And that doesn't change people's minds. That doesn't excite people. Milk toast doesn't do anything. But I think there's this divide again, like I was talking about like Chris Spangle show. Mm-hmm. There's been this divide over that milk toast motherfucker. Milk toast versus <laughs> radical. Yeah. And I, I just I feel like the the libertarian message, the way it is being presented is it's distasteful to the vast majority of people what you're asking people to accept wait a minute can i ask you to hold yeah. off on this okay because oh, i want because i want it this okay. is the way i want to get into later in robust conversation oh, yeah, no, so i want to i want to try to keep us on target here okay. as we drink more whiskey because <laughs> i i get i get i get way more like like uh, yeah philosophical clear-headed as i drink i know yeah. i do too don't <laughs> worry gets, this gets better folks yes, we're gonna, gonna do this yeah, every yeah. friday don't you hang up those phones <laughs> Uh, call us now at, so where'd I leave off? So yeah, Ken Mullen. So anyway, but jo- yeah, Joe was resigning. Do we need to talk like, like give background for anybody or does everybody kind of know most this people there, I think okay. most people that are listening know okay. it because I, just cause I had Jeremy on too. And they talked with the shakers. Okay. So Joe Bishop Henson was resigning. Uh, he had no other option because they basically just did this illegal, you know, no bylaws permitted r- run around to fuck over the libertarian, uh, national or sorry, the libertarian party of New Hampshire, official party they created another party stole all the data stole all the all the uh, the website took it over just unconscionable unprincipled bullshit then everybody pushes back like i said joe bishop Pence was put in a corner he resigns today writes in a letter shitting all over the mises caucus calling them toxic saying they made violent threats against him i i'm again i'm not seeing any specifics on this just they're saying violent threats i don't believe a fucking word of it but he resigns i view that as a good personally um, tying into what Michael was saying. Why do you see it as a good? I see it. Well, I see it as a good because anybody that would use that tactic, mm, right? Okay. And and again, with Jeremy Coffin, the the tweets he sent, he said he was never reached out to by anybody to say, don't tweet this shit out. Right. This is this is all you know. You said your wife. You told your wife about this because she loves just the, the, fucking, the drama. The gossip. This is super drama. This is what I have to say. Okay, and I'm going to speak to you guys who are part of the LP right now, who are deeply entrenched in this shit, who have opinions about it, and who feel the need to voice your opinions online. <laughs> like, congratulations, <laughs> you fucking whiny bitches! <laughs> congratulations, you fucking children, because you have the party you have the fucking life that you deserve this is like you're all fucking children like you're sitting around we're like we're debating whether or not this is a good thing or not it's like you guys are fucking you're you're a non-issue in politics today for 40 fucking years you have managed to live in obscurity and anytime you start to get a little bit of traction you find a way to fuck it up hold on wait do you think we and actually started to get traction that's a wrap no i feel like we disagree no no hey no. I'll, i will tell you right now in 2016 
there was a golden opportunity with without Gary Johnson. And this is what finally yeah. convinced me it was time to leave. When they put Gary Johnson up, I said, you have the greatest chance in human history to act, because people are actually looking at third parties. Yeah. Yeah. And you put up the biggest fucking worthless yeah, a wet piece paper yeah, towel like with a turd wrapped towel in it. No offense, to be I know person. you like Gary Johnson. Yeah. I mean, I like him personally. Guy. I've hung he out with him. It doesn't Gary matter. Johnson is the only presidential candidate in my I'm lifetime sure to speak at a nullification event. No, so I like that's him. Great. I mean, that's great. That's great. Fair, <laughs> fair, but this this is my point. Yeah, he's a wet turd. Is that, here's the reason. <laughs> but he was you weak. are asking, you are, if you are involved in libertarian politics at any level, you are asking people to accept you and your ideas as worthy. You are saying, Saying, our ideas are better elect us we can le- we can lead the world you motherfuckers cannot lead your own state parties that's what you can't do you can't do anything right you squabble and infight like a bunch of fucking kindergartners all right and agreed. this is what drives agreed. me wait, crazy wait wait yeah. hold on you hold know what on i now. think is fascinating though on the infighting that's a good call because honestly i spend my time in my work Working with Democrats and Republicans yeah. all the time. Exactly. And that's why I love the 10th Amendment, sir. Yeah. That's why I really love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Is because you have found a way to to work within the system. Yeah. And that's what libertarians refuse to do. It's like you were talking about right. on your show. It's all, well, or, and Dave Smith was talking about it too. It's all or nothing. Yeah. You have these people in the party who are like, it's all or nothing. It's, there's no difference between North Korea and the United right, States yeah, yeah. because they're all totalitarian countries. Right. It's like, you're a fucking child, dude. And every time I talk to one of these motherfuckers, they treat me like I'm the idiot. They're like, oh, what you need to do is you need you need to read you <laughs> read, need to read Mad book. Economy and State. <laughs> yeah. You need and to Jason, read this And Jason book. responds to them like Joe Bluth on Arrested Development with the suit. He's like, the guy, tell me, the guy, the four thousand dollar suit had a really. <laughs> exactly. It's like you didn't <laughs> tell me Stapleton was going to be on fire like I'm this. Like, I didn't know. I, mean, I, like, I didn't know. He came in amazing. He came in wild. He listened to his first really four libertarian podcasts in three years, and now he's all fucking pissed off no, again. It, it, it bothers me because you act like uh, the people who talk to me act as though I haven't read all the same books. Right. You've oh, read. dude, I know. Like I don't know all the things that you know and more. Like I haven't been involved in this for more than a decade. Right. Right. Like trust me. If you've read a book on libertarianism, if you've read something by fucking Bob Murphy, I've read it too. Right. I fucking, like, there's no chance that you're going to one-up me on libertarian knowledge, right? The difference is, is I look at the way they're trying to do it from a marketing perspective. And I say, do you want to win? Because I want to win. I want to win in the arena of ideas. And I truly believe, I truly believe that we have the advantage because we have, we speak the truth, right? Right, like our our ideas. You keep getting ahead in the goddamn brand I'm conversation. Sorry, I'm sorry, go, God go, I'm damn sorry, it! Go I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to get through this You're fucking right. Joe Bitch of Hedger shit. You keep I'm, jumping I'm, ahead. I'm used to a monologue. I know. Show. I you like got, this yeah. convo to yeah. be honest. No, with we're you. gonna I mean, get back to it. God damn it! But I want to get through this fucking Joe Bitch. You keep talking. I'll keep drinking. All right, perfect. I'm just laughing. I took a picture of you because it's so funny. Jason brought a fucking little backpack thing to he brought like the mics and some uh his computer and he's he's like his feet are out like it's a squatty potty just cracking me up <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's all fired up he's in a perfect position to shit out all his anger right. <laughs> I got a lot i've of got one actually yeah. so <laughs> i do too i don't know i have the sticker so 
Anyway, getting back on this, then we can go to the, the branding shit and then we'll wrap up with Juneteenth. So here's the thing with Joby, JBH, right? Acknowledge all you said. Yeah, I agree with most of it. Here's what he did. He resigns, right? He leaves and he puts in a poison pill of as he's leaving, he makes a motion and, and it's backed up to take out Carrie, Karen and Harlow's. I always fuck up her first name. The, the pink headed chick. Did I fuck it up? Oh, yeah. No, Karen that's right. Yeah, yeah. She said some awful shit to me on a live stream the other day. Karen did? Car- is it Karen or Carol? Yeah, Karen. Karen. Pink-headed girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she say? What did she say? I was just going to say, well, I, well I, I, every time I've seen her, she's been good. She's been the party I don't, forever. I don't want to bring up my own secretary. personal shit, but but during my divorce, some really fucking un un fucking oh, oh, yeah, shit people was awful said shit. about me. Yeah. yeah. And she came on a live stream. And she said, "What's that of her business?" She said, "Yeah, she's like, why did you abandon your wife?" Are you and fucking kids? kidding me? She said I'm that not shit kidding. to you. Yeah, she wow. said that to me on a live stream. And wow. I sent her. Here's the thing. Here's the other thing. This is what you should know about her. I sent her a very polite reply. I sent her a private message During on a Facebook. live stream. She no, said no, this. She said it on a live stream. She texted it to me in a live stream. Wow. And I, after it was over, I sent her a very polite mm. uh, Facebook message, and I said, "Listen, I'm not sure what you've been told." But that's very untrue. And I said, um, I, here's the truth. And I said, I would appreciate in the future, before you would say something like that publicly, ask that you would me. ask me right. about it, right? And I just left it at that. I know that she saw it because it shows when she read yeah. it. Yeah. She never responded. That's unbelievably fucked I, it's, up. I mean, I, 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 that's I, actually it's, a pretty good response. I, I was, yeah. I, listen, I, it's, I understand like social media and everything. People have their own views on things. And so, like I said, I don't want to bring that up, but I was like, I was really shocked because it's I've, weird oh, that people because people created a Facebook group about you oh, and I your divorce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I and it's I, like I didn't literally, know about that. really, what relationships can be really crappy. And it's like we love the and drama also, of the LP, of these- but it's like someone's personal life. Exactly, when a crappy relationship is crappy. Yeah. It sucks, yeah. and it's better when people like, when leave also, each other. And exactly, like, and like, also, you know, like I know how much you care about, talk to your kids, see them all the time, fucking take care of them. Like you know, you're no slouch, and it, yeah, it fucking really pissed that. Well, that really. Uh, hmm. I'm still talking anyway, about Jason. Anyway, the rest of the I, 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 I'm not going to anyway, make it personal I, it about her. I'm not. I yeah. still, I still object. So when JBH left, he resigns and he he puts in this motion. There's a motion now to take out Karen Ann Harlow's. Karen Ann <laughs> and uh, which is just fucking bullshit because she's been in the party forever to be in treasury or being secretary. And she's basically said, look, what you're doing is wrong. She was on the side of like, you can't do this. It's wrong. And that's basically it. And now she's basically take- the whistleblower. She was a whistleblower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now they're trying to take her out. And that's fucking horseshit. It's what's a poison the, pill that he's What's the reason? There. It's just a, is it a, I'm getting back at this side I, of the team? I, I don't, I think so. I think they're, the, because she's become friendly with the Mises caucus. Yeah. She's not. She's in the, um, what's the- She's radical, the right? Radical caucus. Yeah. She's a radical caucus person, but the radicals and the Mises I'm not a party member. Because <laughs> the <laughs> press, I'm not either. I love, I love that you know about this and you're not I'm a party not, member. I'm not yeah. either right now, to be I've honest. I've never voted. I'm not either right now. <laughs> <laughs> I Good. tried. I tried for Ron Paul, but yeah. I got a letter months later that said it didn't count. <laughs> it didn't count. So, <laughs> so all that like conspiracy <laughs> shit, and like at least for me, it was real. That's fucking funny, man. Um, okay, so anyway, so yeah, they're trying to take her out, right? And JBH goes out. It's like his poison pill, right? Yeah. But on top of that, then you also have the Pragmatic Caucus just said we're we're dissolving, we're quitting, we're going to start this other organization. So this has caused a real divide in in the party. oh Liberty Frontier, right? Liberty Frontier, yeah, right. So it's it's are, is that going to be a new 
a new party? Is that going to be something that they're just trying to fuck over the music cards? But it is, it's literally one of those things where it's like the angry children smashing everyone's toys and then going home. I like because, Laura Ebke. Uh, I, well, I, I heard that that was the person they want to replace. Well, she was running the, the Prague caucus. And when she okay. was in the state legislature in Nebraska, she did a lot of great 10th well, amendment type well, look, stuff. Just because so like, the Prague caucus is, no more doesn't mean a lot of those people might not stay. And yeah. and I will say, I know a lot of these guys. I know Michael Heiss. I you know, I know a lot of them. Those who are show, I've talked to a lot of them in person. They're all fine people. I can't say what they do online. I don't know if they're if they're dickheads online or not. I can tell you for a fact, a lot of the Prague people are fucking dickheads online. Yeah, but at a the, lot at of the people... Libertarian Convention, just like with you, Jason. With I'm with, a dickhead online. Wait, we're so, all dickheads. I mean, everybody yeah, is. That's that's. I've even dickhead. hung out with Nick Sarwark, and he's been really nice in person. You know what, Nick? Like, I hung out with Nick at Porkfest. And was he, he nice at Porkfest? He, he was at first. That was our last first, episode of this show. I, Nick has always. Right here's the thing. Nick has always been kind to me. Same here. I don't think much of him, but I, he's always been nice to me and cordial. And I always try and return that. Of course, he was yeah. a bit of a yeah. dick to me, honestly, at Porkfest. And uh, but then we we got to talk a little bit later on. This is a couple of years ago now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure if I saw him now, he probably wouldn't be as friendly. Why? <laughs> because I basically because he knows that I am aligned with the Mises Caucus. That's why I guarantee he's not a fan. I mean, you I'm a Mises really Caucus think, advisor. I'm on do, the website, do and you he's really been nice think to the me. Mikis, the, the the Mises Caucus is going to change anything. Here's the I do. Okay, so now that was the thing. So we we talked about what happened. Uh, JBH Define is out. Define what it's you fine. mean by change anything Look, in society I, do, do, no, or no, no, in the I LP. Mean inside the LP. Yes. Like, okay. Do you really think that it's going to make that, or do you? I think do. That the I guy really that you, believe it. Really, because I I think the guy that you talk to, I think eventually there's going to be some radical fringe group inside the Mises Caucus. Mises. Uh, Mises Caucus. Sorry, I'm drunk already. <laughs> uh, the Mises Caucus that is going to. Jason's read all the all the Mises Caucus. The Mises Caucus. The Mises. He's read all the Mises books that you guys have read i love mikas i love mikas <laughs> all the mikas i'm making that as a shirt I think there's going to be some radical fringe that that springs up in there that ends up destroying that caucus the way that i the, these radical groups destroy the i LP. will tell you that they the Mises guys they have their their facebook you know they have their own group they boot people if you're a fucking cock-sucking hateful piece of shit if you're a racist if you're a, if you are a legitimately what jbh and all these other people called the mises caucus people if you're any of those things they will actually boot you out of the group and now you know how do you stop something from registering as part of the party i don't know hard to do yeah but no they boot them out they're they're not bigots they're not hateful they're they're i think they will legitimately make the change that i want to see because the reason Which I is support what the mises caucus is getting back to the literal principles of libertarianism private property rights now and the fed getting back to like we oppose this. We're for that, but we're not going to fucking go up and and put this bullshit out there of half democratic shit, pretending that the Democrats are going to come to us. Really? Yeah, why would you come stupidest, to us? That was the stupidest notion I'd ever heard put forward. Right? The, the whole like, show. There's, there's Jorgensen. There's nothing. BLM. There's nothing further from what we truly believe than progressive democrats right exactly like, that's absurd and why would they come to us you okay you why have an because option. you support gay rights it's, and legalize uh, you know right. drugs i have i have somebody that, that's, that's going to do far more than that they're promising me free fucking college and free ubi and all this other bullshit why would i go with you and that brings me around in a perfect segue to the question of man is a professional i am a professional. he really is <laughs> right. um, he really is brings me around to uh, 
the fact that you guys need to join the Lions of Liberty Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty for as little as five bucks a month, guys. You can get bonus shows, do nothing mans, conspiracy corners, and my morning rants, good morning fuckhead, which are just pure fucking dynamite. Bolden's loving this. And this also, is literally the best segue ever into a <laughs> promotional message. And don't forget and don't forget about Burning Daylight from Matt McKinley, a fantastic podcast from a real cowboy on the back of a fucking horse. Jason, you should learn something. As I'm you a, spill I'm a, whiskey all over Michael's beautiful listen, carpet. I'm it's a rental. Really, I'm just going to say something okay, really nice about you. I, okay, I'm, I'm a subscriber. Yes, and I got to say it's the best. Uh, it's a best as little as little as five dollars. You you best, pay you pay twenty five though to get access to the Mufasa calls. Twenty five dollars that I spend <laughs> in a month is the money that I spend on Thank the Lions of Liberty. Thank you. So you should go and subscribe right now. I'm giving you my personal full throated. There it is. <laughs> Just like Michael and he brought on those chicks from West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so getting back so it was a perfect segue um but into the branding question right so that's the thing right is so when we talk about branding what's going to resonate with with regular people is the real question here right and this is what i've been thinking a lot about and you guys have seen me like oh, michael you've seen me do some speeches and you i think you call it one of mine yeah and i'm, I'm actually going to be speaking at uh the reason foundation that angela invited me to and also for the bastiat society this year oh cool which is cool and I'm thinking that's a great group too, by great. the way. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait, man. Yeah, it's it's cool. They got a yeah. place in Silver Lake, I think. So I'm gonna go and then the the topic I'm thinking about, I also think would be a good topic for a, a short book, would be how do we as libertarians reach people on everyday issues? Because yeah. that's our biggest challenge. That's the thing. When we get into like, okay, we these crazy tweets, do they convert somebody? You know, these provocative questions. Maybe, maybe fucking not. Does milk toast bullshit convert anybody? Probably fucking not. I don't think but any of it does. None of it does. Yeah. But philosophically, the problem is we don't reach people, even though our philosophy is beautiful, it's the most humane, it's the, it is the most profitable, and it helps most amount of people. We don't hit people. Right. So is that an argument? Is that an argument for Jeremy Kaufman's no, this approach? No, this is not an argument for Jeremy it Kaufman's It sounds approach. like it. It's not. It's not. What do you? Let me, let, you hold on. Let me finish. Let me continue. Okay. Yeah. Ask so, the question, but I want to hear what you have to say about it. Okay. I, 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 have, yeah. I have an opinion, but I would really like to hear what you have to about say. reach. About yeah. How how do you? How well, do you hold reach? on. How let do you gain inroads? How do you wait. build? How do you build? How do you create more libertarians? Let me finish right, my thought first. Okay. God damn it. I because I you interrupt. Be me. more concise. God damn it. The point being, dick holes number one and two, is that. They're holding hands right now. Focusing on, yeah. This is what I'm focusing on: is how do we, literally, and I call you know everyday liberty, right? How can we message to tell people how they, you, you, Joe Plummer, how does our philosophy make your life better every day? And we fail at that on every fucking level right now. How do we communicate our philosophy that's going to change your life? Because the Democrats say, I'm going to give you all this fucking money. The Republicans are going to say, I'm going to make sure that you can, uh, I don't know, you can go to church and we're going to pretend to, to rein in spending and cut your taxes. And we're going to stop immigrants from taking over your jobs. What can we do about that? So anyway, that's a question to think about. Ask him about it. What do you think about the Jeremy Coffin stuff? No, though? No, like, I, I, I want to know the answer to that question. I want to know what you think. I gave a speech at Pork Fest number 10 talking about this. That was a good huh. year, good vintage. It was vintage. Vintage <laughs> Pork Fest, right? Old school. I was a backup like I am for most people. 
Actually, I'm substituting for someone tonight. Um, who? I don't know. Who canceled on me? Oh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Again. Back. Yeah. Again. He's such a that flake. Fucking, such a flake, mother, right? Flake, fucking yeah. bastard. Absolute. Him and Louis J. Gomez. Can't rely on him. Hold on, anything. I got a call from Rob. Hey, uh, hey, it's Rob. So uh, I, Mike, <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike, oh. So I talked about this, and basically what I see, at least from the libertarian movement at large, is a lot of talk about read Rothbard, read this book. Right, yeah. Read what has government done to our money. And I don't think you really change people's minds by telling them to read a book or watch a YouTube video <laughs> yeah, no or shit. whatever. I think you lead by example. And that's why I think weed is such a big deal, because so many years ago, I use weed as an example. Always be weed, not instead of, instead of always be closing. Always be weed. <laughs> years ago, when I would talk about weed legalization and nullification and 10th Amendment type of stuff with California, people on the right would be like, oh, you're like some kind of commie, you're evil, you're a socialist, this is bad. But over time, people learn from example that people enter this industry and they make money and no, the world doesn't come to an end. Then all of a sudden, people like Oklahoma and Missouri and Utah start getting on board with it. I think really what we have to focus on is leading by example, showing people how more freedom is actually better in practice, not just telling them, but actually proving to them by showing them real examples mm. i don't know what do you think jason i have to i have to tell you when i when i changed the direction of the podcast that i do yeah. and, and i i started talking more about entrepreneurship it was not that I, a lot of people criticized me they said that i'm i was leaving libertarianism and and, and that the, annoyed and, the shit out of me though. yeah but here's what i was Fun really stuff. doing i was looking at the impact i was making and i said i want more people to believe in these ideas yeah. because i believe that these ideas will create the greatest amount of wealth and opportunity for people now we, uh, the goal is to get drunk mike this show doesn't work you guys you're don't not yes i wish we, you know, we don't yeah. have the live oh, cam going sadly we're, we're drinking michael's a lot making, right michael's now. making yeah, the, keep, the terrified i'm making faces looking at the no face <laughs> as we refill his glass. like i'm done <laughs> yeah but here, here's the thing i recognized that that if we were going to try and convince people that oh yeah taking ownership of your of responsibility for yourself and um and all the things that libertarians that we really believe in like trying to preach that from a political perspective doesn't work right. it doesn't resonate with people or at least not with enough people that we could actually gain a foothold mm -hmm. right and that's what i wanted and i said what does and i took a look at the personal empowerment, sort of like uh, Tony Robbins movement. And I said, everybody wants increase. Mm -hmm. We all do. It's some aspect of our life. We want more wealth, more health, more happiness, better relationships. We want something more than we have now. It's something innate in each of us. And what I try to show people now is that the best way to get that is by you doing all the things that we talk about in principle. 
you control the source of your income. Mm-hmm. You you have your own business or at least a, a part-time job that gives you something extra, right? That you are constantly increasing your own human capital, the, the, your knowledge and skill uh, that, that gives you value in a marketplace, that you're trying as best you can to make that income mobile so that you, if you have to leave America, God forbid we ever have to leave the land of the free and the no. home of the brave, if it ever doesn't become that, and I know you're laughing <laughs> because you're like, yeah, it is, right? It but is. Let's fucking say, is though. But let's it's, say it, it is ever fucking becomes, going right. But let's say it ever becomes so bad that you can't live here anymore. You don't want to have to start from zero when you move. So make right. your income mobile if you can. Yeah. And I said, and, and then I said, um, how do we preach this message? How do we help people do these things? Like not just talk about it, but actually do it. And what I realized was the audience that I had created with my show, and I want everybody to understand. When I changed the direction of my show, and I've been wanting to say this for a long time, and I don't say this with any sort of like, I'm not saying it to fucking big time anybody. I had the biggest fucking libertarian show in the world. I had 35,000 daily listeners that beat out Tom Woods, and I know it beat Tom because I bought advertising on his show and i knew how many listeners yeah. and at he had. the time bigger than okay? dave yeah i had the biggest fucking show in the world and if i wanted to be dave smith i could be him and mm-hmm. frankly we'd have a bigger show than him and i, and again, Whoa, I, don't, I would you got, be running for uh, listen, would you be running for that. president i, I don't <laughs> disrespect no, no disrespect to dave because i love him i know that I, I, like, I'm, I'm harsh on him because I don't think that what he's doing is beneficial to people, but I love him as a person, and I think he's a great fucking person. But what I'm getting at is I was the biggest fucking show in the world, and I changed it because I believed in my heart that this wasn't beneficial. And then I had a bunch of people that were listening to me that didn't really care about living the values that we talked about. They just wanted to act like they were better than everybody else. They wanted to go someplace and talk about politics and pretend like they were more knowledgeable, more you know, better than other people. And I really want to change this nation. I really want to have a positive impact on the world. And I think the best way I can do that is by helping people create that autonomy in their right. life. Well, right? You're right. It's Harry you're Brown's right. How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World. Exactly. Yes, yes, in yes, practice. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's yeah. and that's what I'm talking about. And I I've said this in like branding concepts for us how we have to brand the Libertarian Party is the you know we need to be the party of entrepreneurship we need to be the party of small businessmen of creative of technology and right now that party is the fucking democrats why you got fucking mate but to your point we have to show people how to do it this is why i was advocating for the libertarian party or a libertarian organization ngo you're not you're not a libertarian if you do not live your values agreed you are living the values and i'm not talking about going on social media and preaching it i'm talking about if you're a slave to your employer if you have no money if you why would anybody listen to you right you got no money no power no influence why would anybody fucking pay attention to you look telling stories we have to tell better stories and we have to have people that are inspirational that are coming from like look 100%. there's a few people that are like you know, the the guy from uh they created whole foods right the uh, uh overstock John guy, Mackey John yeah. Mackey we have a couple of them we need far fucking more and that's the thing as a party that says look this is the philosophy that's going to guide business this is the philosophy that's going to make yours independent we don't have a lot of those fucking stories man and that yep. is a huge problem when that's like a, a disconnect between the message we're preaching and the message we're living yeah, and, my and that's show, a huge yeah. problem. And so my show today is all about 
helping people do that, right? Because right, exactly. I want more stories like that. I want more stories of people who are like, look, I made it. Yeah. What you want, what you idolize, I'm that. Exactly. I'm my own you bank. I'm my own right. this. Yeah. I'm my own well, that. I'm yes. completely autonomous. Yeah. I got fuck you money. This I'm living the dream. Yeah. And it's because I follow the value right. set that we all talk right. about. Well, this is what I'm talking about as far as we talk about branding, right? Like I'm saying, the branding for the party and the way we have to message is how do we teach liberty in everyday lives that's going to impact people's lives? Mm-hmm. Your show is doing that. In, in in its way how can we do it in other ways across the world like the fed right now i think is a, even though you know ron paul and the fed it's a hard concept for people to wrap their heads around but now after we've spent five trillion dollars after there's a covid lockdown that's shut down supply lines people are going to see literally 15 percent inflation on the fucking shelves your savings account is going to go down by 10% just on inflation. This is or messaging. Apple fans can't get a new product because there's a chip shortage right, I mean, because what, things were shut right, down, right? Dude, like, exactly. Like we can talk about like this is fucking you. And the drug war is another great example. Yes. This is fucking you. We can show you exactly how our philosophy would help make your life better. Right now, all we see is, you know, for, at least from the the high messaging is ass kissing to the fucking progressives or milk toast bullshit. It's but never, speaking to what Jason had to say, yeah, this is really about showing people how it works in practice. Because you can tell exactly, people, you exactly. can tell people till you're blue in the face, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that sounds great." But until they see it happen over and That's over and over, That's they don't change their minds. You know, the, the, the typical, even when you see it online, the, the typical response is, "Oh, you don't fucking understand. Oh, you need to educate yourself." There's this sense of like, "I'm better than you. Yeah. I'm smarter than you. Oh, you'll figure it out." I remember when I, I would talk about libertarianism, and I, I would kind of like, I, I would in a way badmouth anarchism, mainly because. I think it's a lot like socialism. I think that it, it works great in your head, but in practice, it, it I would denies agree with a lot you. of. I, yeah. I consider myself at this point to be a full blown anarchist. I would but I also love acknowledge it. And cap yeah. or and com. And, oh, not and com. And com is a fucking oxymoron. But here's my here's my point. I'm and cap, but uh, but I agree I, with you. I used to, I used to I, I used to I took that position. I said, listen, I, it's not that I disagree with the ideas. Yeah. I love the ideas. Yeah. But I don't think they work in practice for the same reason socialism doesn't work right. in practice. You're asking people to do things that is against human nature, and that never works. And what people would constantly say to me is, oh, you'll figure it out. You just have <laughs> you just need to read this, this yeah. book. You just need to well, read this, well, this book. Is you why- just, you'll eventually get there. I'm like... What kind of asshole talks like that? Do you think that wins hearts and A libertarian asshole. There is a yeah. lot of arrogance, well, and I know really the last time we did this, we talked some shit about ANCAPs, but there is a lot of arrogance. An unbelievable amount. But that does not actually impact I t- you heard me anyone. Give, dude, you heard me give my talk, Make Liberty Likeable yes. Again, and it was basically just telling people to shut the fuck up and not be assholes. But this is why I want to get both of you together, because- like I said, I had this idea. Well, it's and not just the only reason. <laughs> My it's, it's, it's for drinking because I love these guys. This has been we did this. It had to be four years ago now, right? Three years two ago. years ago. Two years. Two years ago. Yeah, because just we before had whole, you went to a whole year of lockdown. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. So this we was, were going to do it last. This year. was one of the most and fun. There we should have done it anyway. Was a SWAT we should have done it. Building. Yeah. Well, we did. I think we delayed it because we were going to go to dinner afterwards. And now Jace is going home anyway because his wife. Oh, but, my God. Wow. Stop. 
Oh, I have the, yeah, my, the, oh the sorry, my fiance. Wow, talking about bad <laughs> messaging, the host right here. <laughs> the goddamn, my goddamn in-laws, future in-laws. Oh boy, in I'm setting him. The, I, this is going to play at your wedding. This. <laughs> Right there, I'm going to his wedding. I'd be like, uh, I like you. Thought speech. you were going to my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> my goddamn expensive man. In-laws. You gotta like yeah, weed yeah. that down. But no, no, hold on, hold on. So I want to. I thought this would be a good topic to talk with you guys because, like I said, who's impacting shit? You know, Jason's got the entrepreneurship. How do you make a life better? Michael with Tenth Amendment Center. You legislatively. You are doing it as he looks at his phone. Is yeah. it a dick pic for one of those trannies you brought well, home? Here's, yes. here's the thing. I, I think nice. that there is a but hold place. Wait, wait, wait. I, I think there's Michael. a place for, for what Michael is doing. Is like I don't I don't object. I, 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 I love what Michael is doing. He he's he's actually working to make an impact that's my politically. Point. But that's my point. Yeah. As far as we need the the how we position libertarianism, it's got to be how you impact individuals' lives, but he's doing that with what he's doing. I just put into practice the Scott Horton rule, which is out left the left, out right the right. Right. On every issue that the left is, that left holds to their own, libertarians are better at it. Right, exactly. And on every issue on the right, like gun rights and things like that, libertarians are better at it. And that's why it was so infuriating with the messaging from the JBH and the Sarwarks is that we weren't better than the left on the messaging. No, we were basically taking the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's the the Gary Johnson The best possible thing that you can do, it's kind of like the best revenge is a life well lived. Okay, if you want people to uh, uh, to to believe in you, to follow your ideas, to listen to you, the very best thing for you to do is to be example an example of what those ideas can f- can exactly. materialize in people's yeah. lives. And again, I like like I don't want to make it about what I'm doing. All right, well then shut is, up, Michael. Really, how are really how are is. things at home with you? It really is. <laughs> it really is. That's what I've tried to do. I'm like, listen, I like best, this approach. To be honest with you, I, I really do. do. <laughs> the best thing that I can do to win win hearts and minds is to be a shining example of what these ideas can do in people's lives. Are, I love that shiny. message. You need to use I don't do it because I'm not a ah, shining example. Stop fighting. <laughs> if I have to sit between you two, you're both grounded. <laughs> I don't do this, but I think it's an incredibly important part of the entire puzzle. Yeah. Like everybody, if we're talking about like division of labor and the market, some people have to do that. Some yeah. people have to do the legislative action. Yeah. Some people have to do the uh, read this book action. But m- too many people focus on the read this book and too few people focus on the let's do this in real life. Right. Exactly. So it's like you have a lot of Twitter warriors who read every book and they own but every no book. But no one knows they- about that. When I give a speech at an LP event, which isn't too often, but I just did one in Colorado and I've done some in like Ventura County and things like that. No one knows what's going on online. You talk to these old school LP people, they're like, they don't even know what the Cato Institute is. is. Like, what? Oh, have you heard of these people? Seriously. (laughs) I asked that at an event literally last month at the LP convention in Colorado. Do you guys know who Fee or Cato is? They don't know. They just know the LP that they've been involved with. They're not online. Wow. And those people, there's a lot of those people. That's what I'm saying. But Mises, look, this is why I think there's a lot of non online people. There are a lot of them, but here's the thing I know they vote. They'll always vote libertarian, probably if they're old. Of course they will. That's why I think they look like, the music caucus. It's young, it's motivated, it's bringing in a lot of members. They are bringing in members without a, a lot. Doubt. 
a lot of members. I do think they will change. And I think that, look, I'm hoping to be a big part of how they fucking roll their shit out. Michael Heiss is an incredible activist. Whether you love him or hate him, he is. He's incredibly effective. He they is. tried to the, the Mises Caucus tried to recruit me really hard when they first started. Up. Okay, and at that point, I was so jaded with the <laughs> After, whole process. Well, because we because yeah. we remember we had all were like, we're gonna help them, we're gonna yeah. change the party, uh, and was, then it was like, yeah. big fat. You joined though, didn't you? I did join. Yeah, I, I joined. I, well, listen, I joined I, too. I'm no longer thing. a member, but I, was, I will. I'll rejoin again. I will, I'm not a mo- I'm not a member anymore, but I did join because I was excited about it. I yeah, thought, I okay, yes, but I was so jaded with the that I didn't do anything with it. Yeah, and I would love to. I want to see it happen. Right, and I f- I know I know some people will listen to that and be like, "Yeah, fuck you! You're standing on the sidelines waiting for the team to win." They're no, there's other things weather. to do. No, the market, like, there's exactly. different people right. do different yeah. things. Right. Some people work within a party. Some people build businesses. Some people write books. Some people do videos, and everyone has their place. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you're not participating in the party apparatus, doesn't mean you're bad. Well, that's the I thing mean, that pissed me off. I, about I'm hit glad when- you said that because all I get is negativity. Yeah. It's yeah. like, ah, you don't fucking care. Dude, anymore. honestly, like, no, I do that care. is, you I know, though, that's in so much. That I think it's the most beneficial. Jason, it's people. so much. My I hate friend, to say it, but that's a lot of jealousy. My friend, Anthony is. Gregory, who's probably on the left libertarian end of the spectrum, uh-huh. he taught me the greatest thing. He's like, I'm not going to like shame someone for doing what fits best in their life right. to advance liberty. It's like, if you're doing something, you're still part of the part of the solution well, you're that's, not part of the problem well, dude that's, i was like, gonna answer mccardle and the same thing she's like you know we, we have so many people that could fit into so many holes like uh, the libertarian party does have a lot of creative people because of the of autism holes. and a lot of holes actually no i'd say we probably have the least amount of holes of any party let's be honest least amount of holes of any party there's a few holes like right the LP in here gets fucked a lot so <laughs> and we're gonna fill them all tonight have you seen the ouroboros we're gonna do that with our dicks Michael, I'm your not, thoughts? I'm not a party politics kind of guy. Yeah. Although, I'll tell you, again, working with Democrats and Republicans, what a lot of people think about the LP as being like, oh, this person is the worst person on the face of the earth. Well, you've only been like focusing on LP politics. Right, yeah. Compare them to some Republican piece of shit or some Democrat piece of shit. And even yep. the worst LP person is oftentimes way better than yeah. any of those. And people hasn't been sucking off everything. the public teeth. Like, yeah, for the years. left libertarian that a lot of the right libertarians hate or the Mises people hate is like way better on war and the police state right. and the oh, drug yeah. war than anybody you'll find. Well, it's in like any Tulsi. Of people are giving Tulsi hate because, you know, and again, she's got some shitty policies. People are like, what well, if Tulsi came to the party? Fuck that cunt. I'm like, Rain it in a little bit. She's amazing on war. She's great on, you know, like the drug. She's, she's well, got Horton a lot of would uh, say she's average on war. Is she? I thought she was really good I, on war because she was, in, was she's good on the war thing. And my 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 complaint about but Tulsi, she wanted to use the war. She wanted to use war funds to support. Well, I, I don't universal health care. It's always no, no, no. been <laughs> like spend less job. on war and spend right, more yeah, on yeah, health care. Yeah, I'm not saying that she's but to your but to all of her points, it's not all or nothing. Right? I know. It's not all or nothing. We have to libertarians this have stage to of the take, game, take we, the victories where you can fucking get them, guys. We live under the largest government in the history of the world. It's yeah. not even close. A lot yeah. of people talk about like, oh, we got to stop the commies. We got to stop the chai comms. The U.S. federal <laughs> government spends somewhere between seven and eight times the amount of the oh, Chinese yeah. communists with like one third of the people. We live in the worst <laughs> yeah. like communist government in the history of the world right here. 
year. So it's like, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> let's be real here. Anything that resists totally. and reduces the power of the central state is positive. So Tulsi being yep. somewhat good or great or average on war is better than any of the establishment I, people, I, right? I, I, think, I think that because people are like, oh, Tulsi needs, Tulsi's a libertarian. Like, the, the better way to look at it is for us to say, I love the way Tulsi approaches war. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I love that. I don't love the rest of this. But right. here, crap on gun we, rights. Uh, right. It's like I, I, I had this thing for a long time. I would say I was like where where you signed with Liberty, I signed with you. It's like, yeah, you, yeah. I love I that's love great, you. That's a on, fucking great phrase. It's man. a great phrase. And it's it's all encompassing. It's like, dude, you agree. You and I agree on war. I will 100% support you. I will be with you side by side as you fight that fight. Now, you start talking about redistributing that money to fucking like social welfare programs. Yeah. Now we deviate. Yeah. But on the fucking war, you and I are there. I'm with you, dude. That's you how and you I win are people fucking over. buddies. That's exactly, exactly right. Of course, because at some point they're going to be like, well, this Stapleton dude is so good on war. Well, maybe I should listen to him on something else. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Okay, he's been so consistent for the last five years on this thing that I've worked with him on this empire shit. The empire sucks. Well, he keeps saying this thing about the right to keep and bear arms. I think the right to keep and bear arms should be eliminated. But you know what? He's been so maybe, good on war. Maybe, maybe I, should I should hear listen. what he has Maybe to say. he's got something on it. Maybe I should listen to him exactly. on that. You'll get his point of view. We talked to the reach issue that Jeremy Kaufman's doing with LPNH. Right. Maybe one out of the 800 people that you reach on war will listen to you on the right to keep and bear arms. 100%. Well, there, I, 100%. You're, you're spot on. I couldn't agree with you more. That's the tack that every if you're if you're libertarian and you're listening this far, Listen to what he just said. That's what's going to make the difference. You align with people where you agree. You disagree where you disagree. It's like it, it's it's like in business. We're going to cooperate or we're going to compete. Whatever's most beneficial for me is what I'm going to do. If it's it's most beneficial for us to cooperate, then great. Can if you, we need to compete because our ideas are different, great on that. Come together. Stop ostracizing people because they have one thing you disagree with. The all or nothing approach. Can you imagine what Thanksgiving dinners around the country oh, would be? That's what they have been. I don't need to imagine. That's what they have been, man. I mean, I haven't been to one in years. Brother, my sister all or nothing approached vaccines and uh, sent me. My parents told her that I had not been vaccinated. And I got texts from my sister. Are you an anti-vaxxer? Do you not care about people? You're a horrible person. Wait, can I don't get you, you a care mask about your child? Quick? And I was like, okay. Can I get you a mask real quick? You're unvaxxed. Yeah. Where I was I was dealing with the same I was dealing with the same shit with my gaggle of gays. And uh and I I, I feel I, like, I, I, like the, the show. No, I, I, would, I believe it's I, called it, a gander. Dude, it's a gander. I, it, it's a gander? Yeah. No, it's not but there's a more than but there's more than 3. Right. Well, no, nine. what I did was I I basically <laughs> was like I I actually acted like I was offended. I'm like cuz I'm vaccinated now, but I wasn't for a long time. And uh, I'm vaccinated like, too. Wink. One <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon. As far as Costco, as far as Costco and Bristol Farms, no, I'm vaccinated. My my whole point has been, I don't give a shit. Like you weigh it for yourself. Exactly. If you go get it back. Exactly, vaccine, man. Yeah. Like if the vaccines actually do what they say they're going to do, then if you've been vaccinated, who gives a shit? Exactly. You're protected. Oh, so do you hear Billy Joel? Can. He's having a concert. Or Bruce Springsteen. 
He's having a big concert. But if you got vaccinated with the wrong vaccine, you're not allowed in. <laughs> real? Yeah. If you got the Astra, AstraZeneca vaccine. Is this real? This is real. Yeah, I would get Axel. Like, you're people, not allowed in. So how about how, people, this one, I love it. It's turning on itself already. It's already turning I don't on really itself. like crowds. What's, what's funny? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what I tell you, when I came in, I'm like, you're like I don't I'm, like I'm people. Super, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm like. I'm like super. I'm introverted, so when nobody was on the streets and everybody was gone, I was like, "It's amazing!" Oh, I loved it too. One of the best things that ever. It's funny because we're all publicly personal. Like, look, I'm I'm extroverted, but I definitely with a microphone social anxiety. Yeah, Yeah, same for sure. That's why I'm. That's why I spent a lot of time there. Funny. Oh, Royce. Well, (laughs) did you really? I have. Okay. Oh, real? Are you shocked by no, this? Listen, no, listen, this is the I, least I shocking the, confession Michael Bowen has ever no, made no, no. in my life. What? Is, what's funny is I feel I love, like we would be hanging out a lot. I more. love therapy. So like I, I love. I, I've. Always, I tell people. Okay. Like, can I put you guys you need on a new podcast? Somebody to take your day out. Hold on. No, I like can to I be able to talk podcast? to someone where I can guys, talk shit about anyone guys. in my life and not feel bad about hurting anyone's feelings. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, That's I can say my... anything about anybody, about my family, about my friends. That's going to ruin my I've podcast pitch. I was going to and... say I could be the therapist. My father has a degree in psychology. I studied in college. Okay. <laughs> you studied in college? I did. <laughs> but I'll be the therapist. I never finished. Never mind. My, I mean, I, I never started. <laughs> listen, good. I'll be the Wait, therapist. Are you pouring more? You guys. <laughs> yeah, it's more. more for everybody. Cheers. Cheers. This is drunk yeah. liberty right here. Drunk liberty. Oh, what the- it doesn't work if you're not drunk. Guys, what do you, what do you about a new podcast where you guys are? Yeah, I'm the therapist. Okay, and you two are the are confessing. Let me talk. Uh, so I was a Catholic when I was a child. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I was born a young child, a young Catholic. It boy. all gets back. I got to tell you right now, <laughs> this is when you guys said you wanted to do this again. I was so excited. Yeah, I, like, I really love doing. This. We should do. This. I don't see enough yeah. humans in my. We should yeah, do I this do, every yeah. co- honestly every couple months. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to all be my show. It could be tenth Amendment or whatever. No, but I, I, no, 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 I should be. Either, the show. Yeah, I know because you guys really don't want to. You guys don't want to. You don't want to no, poison the well no, of your shows with this fucking quality shows. I wouldn't say quality. I would say you. But we have really good high quality. You guys have. You know that. You know that when somebody dies in a hospital. That sound that's made. What is that? no? Boo. That's what you guys have. It's a nice, even-tempered. Wow. Boo. Is he still? But talking? here, He's Brian McWilliams shit. on He's Electric still, Liberty Land. Like there's still Electric words Liberty coming out of You never mouth. know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get, man. I'm the heartbeat. Is this? I feel like. Hang on. I feel like people stopped listening to this about 20 minutes. This is no the, way, dude. I guess this is the patron ex- extras right These, here. Look, people <laughs> listen to the show. Listen to an hour and 40 minutes of. Thaddeus Russell and Hotep Jesus uh, sucking each other off and me yelling at them. I did two and a half hours with Thad. Almost three hours. I, I, did, a, I did an hour long free consulting call with <laughs> Hotep. Did you share that free? publicly? No. You should no, share I've, it. That's I've, your fee. I've never taught. Like my, Are you a Gary V kind of guy? N- no. What do you mean? What's Gary V? Like I don't sh- like I don't like Gary View. Oh, okay. No, here's the thing. Well, well, the reason I mention it is my normal my normal hourly rate yeah, is expensive, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really fu- I'm a really big stickler on that. And he called me up and he wanted to talk to me, and I did an hour of consulting for free because I like him. I like Hotep. He's got a lot of fucking. He's got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, and I, he was asking for help because they're building an app 
than a, a financial. That already app. happened. He built a Bitcoin app. No, he's he's building a financial oh, no. app. Oh, he's hey, like they that... wanted me to look at it, and so I I, I spent I'm like is it legit? Actually, it is. I think okay. it's got a lot of promise, but they don't. Yeah. They really need more help, hmm. and so oh god, I, a lot. what a racist yeah. statement. Oh, that guy's that, that kid's was... got a lot of promise. Wow, Jason, he was Jesus, the, wow, he was the Baker Terry is going to be on Whoa. this in no time. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He was he was. He big timed me a little bit. What? He, he showed up and he showed up to start the conversation. Was he like halfway chicken? through. That's what he does. He left. What? You, and he what? left me with the other guys on the call. He like, bailed on yeah, you. Yeah, you bailed on me. And he left you with his <laughs> he's staff. Like, he's like, I got another call. I'm oh, I got boy. another free consultation. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I'm yeah, like, no. I didn't even fucking call. I wait, didn't wait. fucking bill you. I have you, a great dude. idea. I have a great dude, idea. You Jason. called me up and asked for my help. I didn't even fucking bill I have you. A, I have a funny idea. So I'm gonna have him back on my. That, that's you know. Hang on, hang on. That's my fault. I yes, should have fucking charged him from the beginning. You should have because the shit, the advice, the the fucking ah, shit. Ah, shut up! Enough golden. of your advice. Here's my idea. I'm gonna have him on my show, and then in the middle of it, I'll leave, and you come on <laughs> with a bill. <laughs> with a bill. I love it. So I just want to talk to you the, about actually, the. Uh, I can't the arrangement. Dude, I'm telling you, you come on. Halfway through the show with a Jason bill. just steps he's gonna in and says, I, I guarantee he fucking love it. Card. I guarantee he would. Yeah. I, I, I guarantee Hotep would like it, and we he's would like, all like it. Okay, so last topic. Let's, how long? Last. Well, about an hour. Oh, shit. We're at 11, oh, hour 11, hour 11 minutes. The time flies, it, gentlemen. It really does. Okay, you're this drunk. Is, this is an interesting cop topic. So Juneteenth just became an oh. official federal holiday, which is, I mean, I kind of laughed because they're like, this is a federal holiday, and it's on a Saturday this year, which is kind of funny. But what are your thoughts on Juneteenth? Who wants to start? I, I I'm indifferent to it. I, I I don't really care. Like I I I yeah, like your your. Here's the thing. I've talked about it on my show before. I'm ready to be done with this. I'm like, do you want to pay reparations? Fucking fine. We just printed $4 trillion. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good argument like, for like, reparations, actually. It. Just ask them what you want. What do you want? $1,000, yeah. $10,000? Fuck you. Oh, my I want to be That's such a good point. We could, have, we could have been done with the conversation. Yeah. Reparations. We could have I given every black it. person in America $1,000 yeah. and been done with it yeah. this year. I'm like that's such a fucking good reparations point. I'm, I'm for angry at myself for not you saying never it. Never were part of. It's God fine. Damn it! I'm fucking, fucking pissed pay off you. Now. I I just if you want to have a, a holiday that recognizes this the the oppression that black people suffered in in part of our history, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I really am. I, I don't give a shit. Like I appreciate the fact that they slavery is pretty fucking evil, right? right? It really is, like, right? It's not like, great. I, I'm like, like it's fucking not a fucking good evil. thing. It's not but great. Think about it. The people who passed this law to create a holiday ramrodded it through so fast that yeah. on CNN this morning they're like, states are rushing to figure out how to have a day off to celebrate yeah, Juneteenth. It's, it's almost disrespectful. No, yeah, for wait, 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 for wait, me, that's... it's just a reason for white people to get another holiday. It is, hold right? On, almost, on, it's almost on. disrespectful because if you really, really cared about these people, if you really cared about the history, if you cared about the fact that slavery is a fucking evil institution, always was, always will be, you wouldn't ramrod it through and just be like, okay, tomorrow everybody's off. Yep. No one cares. Amen, Michael. And that's, I agree. So, look, I think they're just grandstanding. Fucking A. I agree with you completely. I mean, that doesn't mean I am I disagree with the idea. No. 
Fuck the federal government. Washington, D.C. sucks. It's the largest government in the history of the planet. The fact that they're going to go around and kill brown people around the world and then celebrate well, look, the idea of like freedom for brown people at home <laughs> is kind of hypocrisy. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, if you're going to do it, do it right with respect. And they certainly did not. Well, here's, at least in my view. Let me let me. Uh, this may throw you guys for a loop. Ooh, juicy, a juicy. So, look, I'm not opposed to Juneteenth as a concept. Look how much of this we drank. This whole bottle <laughs> of bourbon. Drank, is we, gone. the James is almost gone. I promised myself three this years has been ago an hour. We're, gonna, we're probably going to be an hour and a half, hour forty minutes of this podcast. We finished off half a bottle of Buffalo Trace and almost a full bottle of Jameson. Probably gone by the time it's over. So I'm I'm fully lit right now. Oh, so me too. I'm lit. Anything. That's why I. I want to say AMA. I wanted to say Juneteenth for the last so we can get some good cancels. So no, Michael, you're right. That's the thing. It's the way this they shoehorn it through real quick, and it's just like it, it was that's why I said I was like it's Juneteenth this year. Tomorrow. On a no, Saturday, no. On a Saturday. Tomorrow. It's like today it's happening. And literally I let I, I read at CNN.com. States are trying to figure out yeah. how to close today. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like right you because be more disrespectful right. about the situation. Yeah. Let's just, just let's just throw this I fucking shit how, out there. I hate how every company jumps on doing the fucking PC thing. It's, yeah. it's like the it's like this is uh like Gay Pride Month. Yeah, and everybody's got their fucking rainbow flag. Every company's oh, got every their rainbow flag. One. Right? It's like. Dude, you couldn't be more pandering. Ah. It's like fuck you guys. Exactly. Dude, did, did you, did you, do they do really care? People? Do they really fucking care? Well, that's or what, is this just a way for you to pander. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's very. Dude, much I asked. Uh, you know, so we have we have a black guy on our line celebrity podcast. Mind you, you this is one? coming from the dude who lives in we WeHo. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, <laughs> let's say, this is there's the thing. I, I, I have, I, I am always been my. I, I was talking with my gay friends. Your about gaggle? this, yeah, with my gaggle of gays, and I'm like, I'm really. <laughs> we were out of breath. We were, there we was were, a lot of sweat. We were talking about, um, we were talking about privilege, and like they were, they were talking about, um, Real Housewives, and how it's gotten super fucking. Yeah, this is the thing that gays talk about. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. I, so, you, I can't wait I got, to be I'm not so, drag race anymore. I'm supposed to meet these people like, on Sunday, by the way. Yeah, they're good people, but they. The, I I got really upset. I got I'm gonna really make them all fans it. of the boring. And podcast. I'm like, I'm like, fuck all this bullshit. I'm like, I you will not find a as a white fucking cis fucking straight man cisgender man you will not find a fucking more supportive person right, yeah. of gay rights of of gender equality of yeah. trans rights like i i'm a live and let live kind but, of guy why do i have to fucking defend myself every guy exactly day? dude Fuck I, I want my cousins and this is a fight between my wife and i honestly but i i know i'm airing this out because i'm super Ooh, drunk that's why juicy no it's just oh. so i have a gay cousin well what does she say she agrees he's gay. So I have a gay cousin. Again, Brian is a professional. Is going nowhere now. Man is a professional. So I have a gay cousin and his husband, and they're they're really really good friends of ours. And um, I had, so I have a daughter. She's about a year and a half. And Dude, I, can I just say no? Or, no, I I have to say this. I hate to interrupt you. Oh God! But. 
You have the cutest fucking Gerber baby I've ever seen. I know. It's we ridiculous. can't believe he actually oh, had the ability God. to reproduce. How did that? How did you? I produce keep that private that? though. Are because you sure he, the milkman wasn't dude, coming around? No, you know what's crazy. My wife just showed me today a picture of her as a baby, exactly the same. And my daughter, and it's almost exactly. The same. Uh, Nancy and I talk about it all the time. Every time I see a picture, I'm like, it's God crazy. damn, that fucking beautiful. That she kid is, is so fucking, fucking beautiful. Girl. And this is a man who's had four I've had kids. Four kids, and so he's say four? That. he has yeah, four, four kids, kids yeah. and he's like, your baby oh. is a no. Uh, thank you, Jason. Yeah, no, it, no, no, no. It, you, you, I, yeah. thank you. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank oh, yeah. you. How about no, no, all no. babies are beautiful? No, all babies are not beautiful. All babies are beautiful. I'll never have one in my entire life. You're insane. Some babies are shit. I mean, I don't want any babies and you're like, I don't want it. I don't want anything like, to do oh, with any so of them. It's so cute. It's like Seinfeld. It's like, yeah. No, 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 no. Your, 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 your little girl is the most precious thing. She's so fucking yeah. cute. Yeah. I forgot really what I was going to fucking talk about. So I was talking about what I was going to talk about in general. About you're a pretty great dad. Thank you. I, yeah, I, I, Bolden I knows not, zero I not, about I that. that. I don't know. She shows up. By the way, he has a lot of bruises on it the last few days. <laughs> I mean, you were a great dad. <laughs> Whoops. I okay, want to so, show you what libertarianism is all about. This is this is libertarianism, and uh, the market decides. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. This is no. God damn it. Now. Okay. Go. Fine. No, I'm just, I'm just saying we need to wind this up. I know. Well, you keep, you keep talking, Jason. You keep talking. I'm gonna we shut would up be now. done. You keep talking, Michael. Clo- am I wrong? Close out, close out the show, Michael. Am I wrong? Let's I close don't out even the show. know no, we're not what's happening. Shit. We're not done talking about Juneteenth. Wait, Dick have we started have this say. episode no, yet? No, we. Will, I have a lot to say on this. You're not closing shit out. Get away from the fucking recorder. I'll okay. kick you right in the face. Okay. You're fucking little sniper training and prepare you for kicks in the face. Did it? No. Back to my 4.5%. 4.5%. 4.5%. What the fuck is happening? Uh, we're talking about Juneteenth, and I'm going to tell you what I think about Juneteenth, and you're going to just shut up. Wait, so, aren't we talking about the LP? Wait, no. God damn it. Let me finish this. The LP Here's and the thing. Juneteenth. Here's the thing. The Juneteenth thing. Look, I'm all for, as you guys have said, I'm all for, if, look, whatever federal holiday, go for it. I don't give a fuck. The federal Go government it. murders fucking people all Thank the time. Thank you, Michael. I'm talking. Around the oh, world. God. The recorder is on the floor. Not a really good, like, source of just anything. Jason's got to pee. He's got to pee. That's fine. I agree, Michael. But let me, let me make my point. I love the idea of, like, recognizing the end of a horrible, evil institution. But Agreed. Then, again, it just gets back to. Like, these are the wrong people and the wrong approach to it. I know. You had your time, oh, sir. Watch this. Ready? Ooh. Ready? Monkey bite. Oh, unplugged. Oh, oh, good. He unplugged himself. Thank God. Okay, so. So, I know I agree with everything you said. Oh. Here's what I'm... Wait, can I'm, you say that one I'm more time? I'm adding... On, I agree with everything you said there. But I'm adding on to that. Because, oh, look, I said this controversially somewhat on Memorial Day, right? I agree with the concept of we should celebrate the slaves being freed. Yes. That's a good thing. Yes. Universally, that's a fucking great thing. Yes. But who benefits from this? Right? Who the, does? the question that journalists are supposed to ask all the time. Who benefits from this? Like you said, they forced this shit through super fast. It's forced shitty. it fucking through. It's, it's shitty. shitty. It's shitty. They forced it through. So who benefits? Right? The Democrats, the government, and this is the same Memorial Day now. Oh man, I'm hammered. I can hear myself slurring. 
Oh, Michael! Michael already committed himself to going to dinner to me with me after this. He what an asshole! What a what a dipshit! He already committed. Oh, you're getting my good love. So here's the thing, though: they invent these holidays, right? And Memorial Day, I would argue, good time, Jason. Come on, Megan. You probably didn't hear this episode, but Memorial Day, I argued, is more of an insult than a celebration at this point. But don't don't weigh in just yet. Just, just yet. Just let me finish this. So Juneteenth, right? Who benefits? The government introduces this shit. Great. We're celebrating black people. Fantastic. But it's all, again, in the service of the government. It's all in the service of worshiping the government. You get the day off, right? The government saved us. The government saved from us the from, government. from racism, from the government. Yeah, exactly. Because the government caused a lot of the, the shit that they're, that they're the celebrating now. Yes. So happy Juneteenth, right? The day that the slaves were freed, which again was... It's not even the right date. It's not. But now we're celebrating this date and uh, hooray, hooray. But who benefits? Okay, well, probably the people in power right now, which is the Democrats. And I wouldn't argue against it conceptually, except that I would argue that at this point in our history, every government fucking holiday is a excuse for the government to remind you that you need to be subservient to the government so right over your head is a, a poster of v for vendetta and it reminds Great me movie. of the line in that film where the fucking chancellor chancellor sutler said it's time that we remind them why they need us exactly right exactly it's really that that's what it is the government is Every holiday, July 4th, hey, hey, you guys get a holiday off to celebrate your freedom. We're going to give you a holiday they to celebrate that. Can I, can I just say I, I don't care? Like, I, I like if they want to have a celebration, fine. Like, I worked Juneteenth. It made no difference to me. At well, you were, uh, I work most outspoken holidays. racist. Right, no. I, like I, I'm, I'm happy that there is a. That's a lie. You don't work most holidays. Liar. Liar. You're a liar. Nope. Can I? Can I? Are you don't. You don't fucking. Okay. You don't well, work with holidays. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. If if you want to take a day off, and, or if you're a company and you want to give people a day off yeah. to celebrate this, that's fine. It doesn't affect me at all. No, I keep working. But my, my, but Jason, I'm, but, I'm working on my fucking but dude, dreams, but dude, dude. You, it, it doesn't affect no you. It doesn't affect you. But the overall psych. We're talking about branding. We're talking about marketing. The government is now. This is a fucking marketing. Every look, it's, look, it's hold on, wait, stop, wait, marketing. It's wait, all pandering. Wait, yeah. listen. Think of one other day. How many national days, right? You see on Twitter this fucking stupid bullshit. Twenty. It's National Pancake Day. Oh, right. oh it's National Cupcake Day. It's like National pancakes. Ice Cream Day. Oh, are any of those days related to you and your personal choices, your personal freedom? No, they're self-serving, created for a fucking reason. Are we to believe that the government is any different in in creating these days? No, not at all. It's I mean, it's, it's, it's no, 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 idiocy I, I, to believe I, I, that. I understand that. I I I just look at it and I'm like, dude, I'm I'm working on building my own autonomy. I'm working on living my That's values. That's fine. Good. And, and so, high, if, do you want a high if, five? If they, no, Jason, no, no, do you want no, a high five? No, what, Jason, do you want a high stop, five? Stop. Stop. Are you stop. talking about? You? I don't, don't 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 fucking belittle what I'm saying. I'm gonna belittle you right now because you're talking about yourself too much. I'm belittling you right now. What I'm saying is, is like for me, 
I don't give a shit whether they want to have a holiday for fucking for for this. You shit. should. Why? I just told you. It, it doesn't matter to me. It, well, it should, man. I just told you why. Because just like fucking soft pretzel day, which I know you like, Chubbs. I lose, some love, we- lose some weight I for the wedding. Soft pretzel lose day. Some weight for the wedding. Soft pretzels are amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. And just now, like you love soft pretzel day. Look at you. Oh, I'm you, fucking out. Yeah, exactly. Hey, dude, I, 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 I compressed the nerve of my back, bitch, and I couldn't work. Dude, I couldn't do anything for two weeks. Look at, at you. At the same time, rolling over your belly. This yeah, holiday, exactly. This grandstanding, <laughs> this grandstanding political bullshit holiday of Juneteenth. At the same time, there's still five to seven hundred thousand people disproportionately people of color that are arrested in the unconstitutional, illegal, immoral yeah. war on drugs. Drug war. Exactly. Exa- yeah. So, Who's talking about that? So at the same Nobody. time that they're doing this, I think what they're doing is really just just like what you're saying. Buying they're them just off. pandering. Buying them they're off. They're trying to look good. But the same Say it, time, Michael. The buying e- them off. Yeah, I mean, they're not spending money. No, no, no. I they're guess a they're it's a it's pandering. They're not it's pandering. They're not it's they, pandering. They're not spending money this year. They're forcing everybody else to spend money because oh, yeah, it's a, a paid day it's off. a paid day off. So they Labor are Labor Day Marxist yep. Memorial Day warmongers. Yeah. Uh, Juneteenth were racist pigs in the government, but yep. we're going to give you a day off yep. anyways. And by the way, Here's let, me, let me explain. And by the way, you, you, you probably didn't because Jason was in the military. Let me explain my my Memorial Day uh, philosophy, which is uh, controversial. But I argued that Memorial Day now is more of an insult. That's to what people I think. In the military, then controversial. I. Well, I don't know why. Why do you say that? I say it's an insult to people that died in service to the military because the holiday was created, right, under the auspices of you died for the country. Armistice that believed, Day. It was originally Armistice well, yeah, Day, right? You died in the in the you died in the service of a country that believed in freedom and liberty and individualism, and that was what you died for, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking noble goals. But that's not what it is anymore. That's not what anybody is dying for anymore. Now you're dying for I, imperialism, I, I, yeah. empire building, uh, elite bullshit, fucking the military industrial state. But of course, you it's, don't want to disrespect it, the people who may have been either misled or thought they were doing something. I don't want to disrespect. I, I'm not disrespecting any no, of no, them. No, no, I think Memorial Day is an insult to them now. They should be fucking furious to what I, it's I, become. I, I, I think that. Man, I am fucking so drunk. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I can think, barely speak. I think that that's. I think that that's. I, th- I think that's partly a bridge too far. Oh think, no, I we haven't that... started recording. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I, how is it a bridge too far, uh, man? A bridge know. too far. You're in the, why? Saying, uh, explain I, I think, to me how it's a bridge too far, a, my brother. As a person, what and, what and, war have we fought in the last twenty fucking? Let's thirty years, forty years, fifty years. That's had an impact on us at home. I think that's a different no, no, conversation. No, no. That, that's a completely different conversation. The, the the question is because most people who fight in wars and who join the military are people who genuinely believe, whether it's accurate or not, yeah, that they're defending liberty and democracy. Those are the people I'm talking yes. about. They, yeah, they're the people that have been betrayed. Sure, certainly. So, so on Memorial Day furious. this hang on, year, hang on, hang on, hang on. But uh, I can't. Where's there the is butt nobody, here? There is nobody who could be more offended than me than that 
I spent I spent many many years, almost ten years in service to our country. Yeah, and um, I look at Memorial Day and I say, what we're doing on Memorial Day is we are recognizing the people who believed that they were defending liberty and democracy. I just said right? that. That 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 that. No, no, no. Stop. That I, I that believed that they were doing that. They died yeah. defending that. I think that's an honorable thing. I think that's something worth remembering. Whether or not they died under false pretenses or not is, re- is irrelevant. Question, right? I is never irrelevant. said that Memorial Day should be stricken from the records. No, I said that you, Memorial Day now is an insult. I think there are a great number of people who don't understand at the level that you understand. I know that. that I, I agree. I, I, but I don't think it's an insult to them. I would think I there's think a difference them, between remembering people I, I I I remember I I've had, sham. The thing, I stop th- stop stop. Let me stop. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I hate to be the person to say I'm only only person qualified to speak on this, but let me just let me just say this. Let me just say this. Jason told me how told me how to let walk me, walk in a specific way shooting, this. and I was yeah. very good at it. I'm a very good shot. <laughs> You're a very good shooter. Yeah, I'm this, a horrible this is, shooter. This is what I would say, and I and I'll I'll finish on this. Is like, um. I, I know a lot of people who've died. I, I know I have a lot of friends that, that are in, in graves now. And I appreciate the fact that there is a day when at least people remember that they sacrificed everything. Yeah. Whether it was worth sacrificing or not is irrelevant to me. It's important to me that people take a day, and I appreciate the fact that they take a day, to remember my friends who are now dead. Yeah, we're not judging of, them, no, 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 right? No, no, no. no. I, I, and I understand that. Yeah. I want everybody listening understand that they died because they believed in something, whether it's true or not. Yeah. And God bless them. God fucking bless them that we have people who are willing to stand up and say, when your liberty is at risk, when life is on the line, when it's a question of whether or not you live or die, I'll stand in the breach and I'll give my life for that. Like, I think that's an honorable thing, whether or not that's true or not. They believed it was true. And they were willing to give their life for it. Fucking God bless those Agreed. people. And th- fucking God bless the fucking fact that we have a day that recognizes those people. I dude, saw dude, a great I'm not person argue that like on Me? Memorial Day this year, other than you. Okay. There's two people <laughs> that like <laughs> Memorial Day is not the day to point out that the government is full of shit and they're killing people. It's no, no, like, no, 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 no. This is a day to remember people who have just died. I made, I, I did a whole episode. I made a very specific but one to say that Memorial I do Day not. Today. It's so not. We can talk shit about the government shit all we the, want. Let's shit on those deadies. Let's crap on those dead boys. <laughs> okay, I've got to tell you, I'm too drunk to continue this conversation. I know, that's now. good, good. I swore I would not wait, touch wait, that, Jameson. Wait, I'll end it. I'll end it officially, Jason. Get your hands away from the recorder. See, he's so slow. He says he was in military reconnaissance, but I was just able to slap right his now. hand. I was able to slap <laughs> his hand so quick he couldn't even respond. I fucking tagged him like a fucking rattlesnake. Like a rattlesnake. No like a rattlesnake. Like a rattlesnake. Well, this, this has gone off the rails. Okay, anyway, from me, Brian McWilliams, from Jason, drunk ass, 
Stapleton and from Michael. Join the Patreon. Quasi. Michael, please tell him where you can find us. It's patreon.com forward slash lines liberty. Please tell him where to find it. Patreon.com slash lines of liberty. Yes. From Michael Bowen of the 10th Amendment Center. This has been one of the best drunken conversations you'll ever have. And we're going to do these more, more often now that COVID is over. Bye. Fuck. You missed the button, Jason. Fuck. He's not not pressing it. So there you go, guys. Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. It was a it was a hell of a time, and as you can see, a shit show by the end. Quite a lot of alcohol was drank there, but uh, awesome having a wonderful time again with my boys Bolden and Jason. So to remind you, I have other boys you should be listening to. Of course, Mark Claire on Mondays with the flagship Lines of Liberty show. He just had on Asarchist, uh, Neocon Remover, and Pete Quinones for a uh, another fun conversation. And, of course, you do not want to miss John Odermatt on Thursdays with Finding Freedom. His uh, stories, not only of injustice, but also economic opportunity, finding freedom in your own life, kind of tying into what Jason Stapleton was talking about, you know, trying to help people find that freedom economically, financially, and, of course, throughout the justice system. So, guys, never forget, please to share our show. Please tell everybody you know about it. If you see... Some of those posts from people saying, what do you listen to? Obviously, Lions of Liberty, your number one go-to. And uh, don't forget to also subscribe to our page on uh, or our YouTube channel because we're doing a lot more video content on there now. Fortunately, I did not have a, a good camera set up to record the uh, <laughs> the Stapleton boldening that just happened. But uh, I've been doing more solo videos. And of course, we're trying to record more of that. So check that out. Subscribe to our YouTube as well. Subscribe to the podcast, the greatest libertarian variety show on the face of the earth. All right, that's it for me, Brian McWilliams from the Lions of Liberty and from Electric Liberty Land. Always stay plugged into Liberty.